The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. Hello. So <laughs> so we are back with another episode. We are continuing with our Freedom in Christ series. Yeah. Uh, we started last episode with the introduction to just what Freedom in Christ is. Yeah, go check that out. Yep. And so this, is, um, this whole series is on the heels of our episode with Victor Bell. Um, definitely check that out. But... Uh, we just been talking about what it means to be free. Yeah, yeah. And his so, episode was like super. We we didn't we didn't really understand what we were trying to get at with that one at first because we obviously wanted to do more interviews like that. But we were like, what's the point? We didn't want to just come across like controversial. Like, oh, we just trying to stir up trouble. Yeah. But we were like, what we're really seeing here is like freedom. Right. That Victor had, you know. So right. And so last episode, we told you guys that we would be having some interesting guest on mm-hmm. and so here we go yeah so man met this young lady uh by the name of lorena at the breakthrough tour um it was in washington dc it's br the number eight k t h r u if you want to just look it up real quick breakthrough tour um so i went to this thing My wife was speaking at it. I had no idea what was going on. And Marcus was getting mad at me because I was supposed to actually hang out with him that night. But I ditched him. I stood him up and went to this thing to pick her up. And uh, she was ranting and raving about somebody who was speaking inside. So I went inside to check him out. And it actually was Vic. And so that's how I met Victor Bell. Uh, And then I met Lorena, the creator and founder of the tour. Um, So then I guess a few months go by and I'm just sitting at home. And my wife was like, oh, Lorena denounced uh, her sorority. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? And because Marcus and I had kind of touched on like Greek frats and sororities Mm -hmm. before and stuff like that. Um, So then she just so happened to be doing an IG live. So I tuned into that just to check it out and see what she was talking about. And man, it was interesting. I told Marcus, he jumped on. Check it out. So, uh, basically, we, we realized, like, this is the first person we need to have on here uh, for, this, for this next part of the series, yeah. Uh, so, without further ado, Lorena, what's good? Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, we wanted to kind of walk you through, walk us through this whole process. Like, okay. so, you're in college you know, oh, slow Whoa. down, Marcus. Slow right. down. I'm, I'm say, slow can, down, I, can I tell the people who a little bit of who I am? Sorry. Who hey are guys. you? You know, he's a little too ahead. <laughs> Let me um, pump my brakes. So I'm 25 years old. I am full Liberian. I grew up in Atlanta, and um, I went to school at Kennesaw State for two years before transferring to Howard. Okay. I graduated with a degree in health science, mm-hmm. um, and kind of how I even got through to what I'm doing now. Um, I actually was about to go to med school this year and I took the MCAT, I did all of that, but I felt like the Lord was telling me to do full-time ministry. Wow. So um, I basically created this tour called the Breakthrough Tour where I go to different cities gathering millennials 
Um, we gathered influencers, bloggers, YouTubers, music artists, and they taught workshops. And we had a second portion where people were really able to talk about the things that they're going through. Um, I saw that in the church, a lot of people don't talk about things that are really going on, whether it's abandonment, being molested, rape, like they keep all of these things hidden deep. So I wanted to create an event where it kind of gave people the platform to speak out. So mm. that's a little bit about me. Nice. But yeah, and, and then she also has this video that went like viral. Um, if you guys want to check that out too. That was a that was a big part of this whole thing, right? It was yeah. like you put out this video and it just kind of caught fire, right? Um, so yeah, now... I guess kind of kind of walk us through like like I really wanted to do a video because since I was this you know minister that just went around to different states talking to millennials I felt it was my duty to really be open and share with them when I didn't give them biblical advice okay so that's where the video aspect you know a lot of people are like oh you're doing it for attention or blah 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 but it's like when you are a leader and, you, and you're and you leading people astray, it is your duty mm-hmm. to correct yourself mm-hmm. in whatever platform. So I felt like I came out publicly, yeah. so I will denounce publicly. Wow. Okay. Like, so a lot of times people want to, you know, be in a relationship publicly, but then they want to break up silently. And wow. it's like, hey, mm. we were all here. So yeah, right. I just kind of <laughs> felt like that was my duty to do for the body of Christ. Okay. So what, like just for a timeline, like when was this? Was this... This was just last month. This was in August that I started. Yeah, so I think I released the video somewhere between like the 14th, 15th, and 16th, one of those days. So it was, I think, like a month ago. It's like, it's been four weeks. Wow. And when you say viral, how many people have been checking this out? Um, on YouTube views, I have about, I think, like 130 something, like over 130,000. Wow. That's Um, awesome. Incredible. Facebook, I'm not sure, but Yeah, yeah, a lot. (laughs) <laughs> a lot. That's crazy. So wait, so you were a part of AKA, right? Yeah. Okay. And did you join at uh, Kennesaw? No. That- so my pursuit in becoming in this organization started at Kennesaw, but I actually crossed at the founding school, Howard University. Okay. Okay. And so like, I guess, what was your mindset? Were you like in high school? Did you want to join? No, or I, was I didn't it? really know much about Greek life. I had a cousin that was a Delta. So growing up, she always said, don't be an AK. But honestly, <laughs> when you're a kid and you hear that, you really don't know. Like, it's not like I was Googling this thing. Yeah. So all I really knew about sororities were on TV, you know, like the little TV shows, you see the sorority house. And I didn't have any sisters. I don't really have girl cousins. So I really just wanted that sisterhood. Okay. So when I got on the campus of Kennesaw um, during orientation, I was with a friend and I saw the Delta table. Mm. And then I saw the AK table. And my mm. friend was like, oh, I'm going to the Delta table. And I was like, mm, the AKs look more like my speed. So <laughs> <laughs> I went to the AK table and she went to the Delta table. And that's kind of where my interest grew from. So I forgot to ask you this question in the first place, though, because like, what is a Greek frat or sorority? Because people may not know. Okay, basically, these are organizations that are centered around um, brotherhood, sisterhood, scholarship, and service. Okay. So, um, yeah. for you know, the Divine Nine, these are organizations that were really founded when Black people didn't have opportunities. So they really created this brother and sisterhood that would create opportunities for them to strive in college. Okay. Got you, got you, got you. So when you said it was like your speed, right? Like you're looking at these two tables. Like when you say it's your speed, what was it, I guess, about this particular sorority that attracted you or made you want to join or or be interested? Well, at first, you know, when you really don't know much about it, you kind of, people are drawn to what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of people is like, the less of the eye, it looked cool. You know, we have these women who are beautiful. They look confident. They're at this table. They're saying they do community service. 
Um, they're saying they're sisters. Um, you know, they're talking about their GPA and that they're all in leadership positions. So I'm like, I'm a leader. Like, this would be awesome for me. And mm-hmm. I get sisters. Okay. So that's really what kind of created my interest at Kennesaw. But they were suspended. So ah. for two years, it was kind of like they were going in these loops where they had hazing allegations and things like that. Mm. And then the second year, they kind of didn't turn in their paperwork. So it was supposed to happen. And I had, you know, talked to the members. I was on a good track. But... It ended up not working out. Okay. Okay. So what was that? I guess like once you did become interested, what was that process of becoming an AKA like? Um, okay. So they really kind of recruited me. So that's really unknown. Uh-huh. Like, especially in some chapters, like you kind of have to go to them. But with they kind of were already talking to me. Uh-huh. So they had positioned themselves to make it kind of easy for me to express interest. Okay. So the first thing they tell you is to express interest. And, you know, different chapters are a little different. But... For Kennesaw State, um, since me and the person already had a relationship and we were we were um, both a part of this dance group, I just texted her and said, hey, I need to talk to you. She's like, okay. And we met up and I was like, hey, I just wanted to express interest in your organization. And she asked me why was I interested. Mm-hmm. I told her and she said, okay. And then she kind of sent me on my way. But uh-huh. um, okay. I talked about in my video, one of my first instances where they had a cookout and uh-huh. they invited us. So I'm thinking like, you know... Coming into this, since I don't know the background information, I wasn't really privileged to hazing. Like, so I didn't huh. really know what that was. I just kind of okay. thought you go to their events, you tell them you're interested, you're down, you know? <laughs> yeah. Kind of like cheerleading. Yeah. I, I actually <laughs> said that to one of them, and they were like, no. So, <laughs> so um, I went to this cookout, and everything was fun and fine. Um, and the ace, which is basically the first person in line, um, you know, I'm short. So, of course, you know, she was looking at me or whatever the case may be. But I was talking to her, and I was telling him bye. I was about to go, and she was like, actually, you can stay and clean up. And um, I was just like, okay. Wait, what? But <laughs> um, the thing about it is everybody was still partying and having fun, and there mm-hmm. were a lot of the Greek guys there, like the Kappas and the Qs. So here I am picking up trash around them, so I feel like I'm humiliated at that point. Wow. Okay. I was mad because I was like, why would they do that? Um, but later on, I was upset about it because I'm coming from a place where I never got treated like that. So mm-hmm. that was different to me. But I talked to Alpha, which is Alpha Phi Alpha, which is another fraternity. And he was like, that's nothing. Like, if you can't handle that, then you may not even want to do this. So mm-hmm. then it became this point where I'm like, no, I'm not weak. I'm strong. Like, huh. I can do this. Yeah. So it's kind of like people get to the challenge. We like things that are challenging, right? So I think... Somewhere between there, you get to this mindset where you're like, I'm going to do this no matter what it takes. Okay. So. Wow. And so when you say that, it makes me wonder, like, is that their thought process behind, like, hazing people? Like, what do you, what would you say their, you know, motive is for hazing? Honestly, I think it's, (laughs) I think it's like a duplication of Christ. Like, you get to this point where you have this person. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, a whole person or whatever the case, and you break them down to build them back up. So for them, it's like this process is supposed to humble you. It's supposed to teach you how to be selfless. It's supposed to um, teach you just, you know, how to come into yourself and make you a more confident woman or man for the community. Mm. So that's kind of the notion. But it's like you don't need that if you've already been purged and broken down by Christ and built up. So that's kind of how I look at things. I think there's a lot of parallels. And that's what the enemy does. He copies and duplicates. Yeah. Wow. And perverts. Because it seems like, from the outside looking in, it seems like a rites of passage type of thing. Mm -hmm. You know? But it's like, 
like when you're saying this, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, because God has given it to you for free. He's like, there's nothing you could do to really like right. join yeah. in with me. The, you know, in the family of Christ, in Christ, like, you there's don't nothing have you to can do. do like, that. yeah. But I think like on the on, and I, it gets weird when we start talking about it because we have never been a part of this or whatever. So yeah, don't get but offended even, by it, us. It, speak. It, we just speaking on the truth of the word of God. Right. You know, right. and we just know like in these two different kingdoms, like there is that competition on that side where mm-hmm. it's like you got to prove, you got to do more, you got to do more. Like yeah. the Satanist dude John Ramirez was speaking about mm-hmm. like when he was, uh, you know, like a. Uh, satanic priest he Mm -hmm. was like you know it was always about like well they did this I need to be doing this you know like they did that kind of sacrifice I need to be doing more sacrifice I need to stay up later Mm -hmm. and and do curses and Mm it's like a lot of competition in the Mm -hmm. kingdom of darkness yeah yeah. yeah. everything's works based too pretty much yeah yeah. right it's kind of like if you don't you know there's also this notion of like paper and being made and for those who are not really you know skaters Skaters, like y'all don't, some people who are not in Greek life, they don't really know what that is. But somebody who is paper is basically somebody that did not have a process. They kind of just, you know, went to the interest meeting, went to initiation, signed the paper, and that's it. Somebody who was made actually had a process where they go underground and they do, you know, it depends from different chapters. Different chapters, Mm. you know, have picked on different rituals or traditions, but it kind of starts from there. So there's this notion of paper. If you're paper, then you're looked down upon in the Greek world Mm. compared to people who are made. But it's like, when did this thing where people who are getting hazed or beat or no more information or whatever the case are looked at as better people, people of power, people who you want to be like compared to the people who are paper. Mm -hmm. If the, if the notion was first, you know, community service and sisterhood, if we're all doing that, then what is the point? So it becomes like this double negative. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, Mm. Now that I'm looking back at it, Mm -hmm. it's like we really glorify these people who actually had a process, which doesn't make any sense at all. Interesting. So if it's um, okay to ask or if it's not an uncomfortable thing, like what was the hazing? Did you go through hazing Mm -hmm. yourself? What was that process? Oh, I talked about it. Um, Not in that video, but I did a separate video um, about the AKA Alpha Chapter Underground process. But when I made the video, it wasn't really to expose it, even though Mm -hmm. I don't mind telling truth. But it was really for people to understand the character of God. And God would never tell you to do something like this. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, well, God told me to do this. And I'm like, actually, he didn't because the fruits don't line up. So in your process, you know, you are kind of how I look at it now. It's like a brainwashing process, to Mm -hmm. be honest with you, like. They tell you their ideals, how you should act, how you should be. These are the standards. These are the people you should fear, you should respect. Um, wow. It's just really, it's all mind control, honestly. And then you wow. go out and you recruit other members and teach them the same thing. So mm-hmm. that's why I go back to the parallel with the whole, the, the concept of bringing people into the kingdom of Christ. But um mm. There were moments where, you know, you're getting yelled at. You know, some people in their process, they get beat. Um, there were a lot of calisthenics. So, you know, like different exercises, mm-hmm. um, late nights, learning information, um, not wearing certain colors. Uh, you know, you're in this house. Like, they just do a lot covering up mirrors. Like, it's just this whole, like, ritual, traditional thing where yeah. it's just like, what are we doing? Wow. Mm. So were there, like, as you're going through this process, were there moments, you know, where you're thinking, like, this is not right? Like, something is weird about I this. Mean, Something's uh, wrong honestly, with this. And to double with that, were you Christian at the time, too? Yeah, yeah so I was yeah. um, 
a lot of people think I'm a new Christian, but I'm not. So I grew up in a church. I gave my life to Christ at a young age, but I wasn't walking intentionally. I think I didn't really have the whole idea of God is this close God that you can have a personal, intimate relationship hmm. with. Right. Kind of thought my prayers were like things you wrote down, you sent in the mail, and sometimes you read them, and sometimes mm. he didn't. Wow. So wow. I still had that, you know, foundation, but my discernment wasn't like it was now because if you're not in the word if you don't know what the word says how can you stand on word yeah hmm. so it was kind of i ain't never opened up the bible like hmm. half of these people who are christian don't open up the bible yeah, but yeah. this is your label and your fruit will tell that you're not really a christian that's just something you're saying so absolutely um yeah during the process you just look at it as something cool like you're like scared sometimes but it's like oh get made. like you know <laughs> like i told you it's this glorification of yeah. you're about to be made so uh-huh. It's like, cool, but during the initiation process, that is the only time that I, my spirit didn't feel right. I don't know what was going on, but like mm. something just, we were saying the vows and we had to kneel down oh, during oh, that process. Uh-huh. Like I just, something was just like stopped talking. So I stopped saying some of the words and a lot of members will say the same thing, but then they'll still Interesting. do it and they okay. still will be a part of it, even though they felt like that. Whoa. So. Okay. So like. Now you're in this sorority, and like, did your behavior change in any way? Like, did your mindset change? Did you become, I don't know, more prideful? Like, from the outside looking in, I've seen that in certain individuals just going to school. Yeah. I see, like, oh, you you different now, huh? Oh, you think you big stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, have always been like this real down to earth um, person, and I think a lot of you know my ex line sisters, we were kind of like that type of line. Okay. Um. I think a lot of our, you know, formal profiles and stuff, they had that kind of connotation on campus where they were like, you know, big step, you know, big headed or whatever. But we were really like different. So um, I wouldn't say that I changed, but I definitely think that there is some pride. Like sometimes pride is hidden. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But there is this new confidence when you walk on campus now. You got these letters on your chest. Like Mm -hmm. you think you did something. You think you accomplished something. It was like. I remember, like, cr- like the day of my probate, and, like, we had this song where we were, like, um, we made it. Like, basically, that's the song. It's talking about, like, making the process. And I started crying because I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I have wanted this for four years, and here I am. Wow. Wow. And it was, like, this feeling of being on, like, cloud nine. Mm. Like, And um, I talked about – I talked to somebody that was, like, my sans. Basically, your sans is somebody in a different fraternity or sorority that crossed – the same time you did. So yeah, y'all were both online at the same time. Okay. But he said the same thing. And I was just like, yo, pinch me. He's like, no, you pinch me. But <laughs> <laughs> it was just this feeling of like, whoa. But um, you don't really catch on to it. Some people, you know, I think everyone's different. Some people, you'll see their whole lifestyle changes. If you look mm-hmm. at, you know, cues, those people go hard to the day they die. Like, yeah, yeah. you could tell them from a mile away. Like, they are <laughs> proud to be in a fraternity. Mm, you yeah. can see other people where it's kind of more relaxed. But I don't even think that that is even the matter, whether or not your whole identity changes or not. The point of the matter is, in order to become this, you had to go against God's word. Yeah, so it doesn't huh. matter if you take it as an idol or if you, you have stepped back or you have removed yourself. The fact of the matter is you said vows and you kneeled before something so Mm. people kind of miss that like they kind of go well i'm being the light but it's like you had to go against god's word so let's go back to that yeah so so that's good right there like that's that's the big point i think a lot of people are probably thinking like what's going on why is this against god's word where 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 is this in the bible where are you getting this from 
that's that's I think a main like point where where people are like, what you talking about? But even when people used to come up to me and ask me, like my best friend, like she was hips. She we had this big argument like two years ago, and she just never brought it up again. But for some, you know, a lot of the rituals are online, so you can research that. I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't link it, leak it, but somebody else did, so y'all can like free game. <laughs> but she basically was reading the rituals, and she was like, did you say this? And I was like, no. She was like, you didn't say this? And I was like, well, some of it. And she was like, so you don't think that's a problem? Ooh. And I was like, well, I didn't say it. She was like, well, then you're not an AK. I was like, I am. And she was like, but you didn't say what you needed to say. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, why didn't you say it? If this is of God, why didn't? And then I just got tripped up. And I was just like, you know what? This has, you don't know nothing about my f- sorority. Stop talking to me about this. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm the light. God is using me. And that is the excuse and the lie that the enemy will have you to keep you bounded. Wow. So, in the word it says um, Matthew 537 it says let your yes be a yes and your no be a no and anything above this comes from the evil one Mm. so in order to be in these organizations you have to value your life to it Um, you have to kneel down you know they basically say do you say you'll submit to this organization for the rest of your life and you'll say yes and then they'll say show your submission by kneeling Mm. so right there should have been a red flag which I told you in the room I felt weird, but there's also mm. another verse that kind of contradicts it because you're pleasing um, your heart, your mind, mm. your strength to this. But wow. we know in the Bible, two of you know the commandments that Jesus mm. left us wow. with, one of them being the first one, mm-hmm. love your God with all your mind, soul, and heart. So mm-hmm. how can you love this organization right. and God with both of those yeah. things? Right. It's yeah. impossible. Torn. And you're saying these words and your words are powerful. So yeah. And that's kind of what I wanted to ask you is like what words are you saying? Like I understand you're pledging, I understand like you're making vows, but like what out of those, you know, vows or words like should people be paying attention to? I'm not telling people to go back and read their rituals because since it's so far ago, you probably don't remember. Mm-hmm. But basically, like you're saying these vows to promise to uphold the organization, their values. Um, you're pledging your life to it. You're saying, you know, you want to, you're going to love this with your mind, soul, body, whatever. Um, you're also, you're also praying to an internal spirit asking it to show you the more deeper secrets of the organization. So mm. right there, mm. it's like, what, like reading back at it now, I'm like, this sounds like some hocus pocus nonsense. Yeah. Like, wow. but in the moment you are, you know, you're in your, you know, late teens, early 20s. So mm-hmm. at that time, you really don't really know who you are as a person all the way. You're still a kid. Come, come on. And you're just looking for a sense of belonging. So mm-hmm. your alert isn't even up. You're just like, oh, I want to be a part of this so bad. So yeah. well, what, whatever what you, I got to do. What do you say to the person that's like, well, we're just we're just saying words like everybody, you know officers make a pledge you know people who are in in the army make a pledge you know like it's just words what do you say to that and it's different because the bible also tells us that you know the law of the land so if you're in those you know those entities of like the army or the military or whatever the case may be you can affirm like you're not really when you're you're not pledging your life to these things like mm. but with this organization why is it your life wow mm. like okay. i think that's i think that's the key thing to remember like it's your life and they tell you that at the beginning so anything you dedicate your whole life to that mm. it's not of god other than your marriage with your husband or whatever and even then we see in the bible that the, the disciples left their wives and followed him mm-hmm. so yeah. i think that's the main thing you need to think about like my whole life yeah yeah like I like how you brought up how significant words are. 
Right. And even Jesus talks about how like you have to give an account for every power and death. Mm -hmm. So so do you believe like when you're making these vows and these kind of commitments with your entire life, like there is some kind of spiritual tie? Oh, definitely. That's with anything in life. Like, Mm. you know, there's an unseen world that we don't know much about. But, you know, the Bible tells us that, you know, we don't fight with flesh and blood. We fight with principalities and dark forces in high places. So. When your words do something in the spiritual realm Mm -hmm. and now that, you know, I'm getting hip to it and the Lord is revealing more to me, you basically make a covenant with the enemy. Like that's exactly what you're doing in those moments when you're pledging your heart, mind, soul, like this is an idol. Mm -hmm. And you may say, well, I don't idolize this. I don't worship this, but you actually do. Mm -hmm. Um, There's nothing else in your life that you say you're mind heart soul like that's what i'm like trying to get people to see you have to open up your ears and i know when somebody first hit me with you know the chants and like you know the different songs we sing oh they're just you know songs but somebody was like actually you're worshiping and i'm like Mm. no i'm not wow but then every time i started saying it like i was comparing the two like for aka um, you talk about all my life, I work hard for AKA, or I see the light, I see the alpha light, the pinky green is so supreme. Mm. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, wow. I see the light. I see Like everyone wow. talks about coming into this light. This light, yeah. And it's like nothing else in our life is comparison to that. When you're a police officer, when you're in the military, you're not talking about the United States of America is this light. <laughs> and, you know, Good like, point. so yeah. wow. coming back, it's like, wait, hold up. Why are they called the guiding light when Jesus is the representation of that? Mm-hmm. And he said he is the light. Yeah. <laughs> What's going These on? These organizations, <laughs> they, you know, the behind the scenes is like talking about you, you, you're in this dark place and you needed somebody to show you the light. So Oof. as I started thinking about these words, I was just like, yo, something ain't right. Wow. Yeah. But wow. even then, because you have made these deep bonds and even with your line brothers, your line sisters, like you are spiritually tied to these people. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so impossible to think about life without them. Because in your mind, it's like, they, they about to be my brothers for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Even when you when you bring up like, you know, all this, uh, it's, it's, it's secretive in nature, yeah. you know. <laughs> And we read scriptures like, you know, the secret things belong to the Lord, you know? Mm. And it's like, I think it's in Proverbs where it says, like, uh, it's the Lord's uh, matter to, like, hide a thing and a king's to, like, seek it out, mm. right? So it's mm. like nothing nothing is secret in Christ. Nothing so just the very nature mm. of, like, oh, we got these secret. And, and a lot of it is, to me, from the outside looking in, from just a little I know, it's, like, about divine stuff. I mean, they're called the divine, not. It's about divinity and, you know, a higher knowledge and stuff. Wow. And it's just, like, if you that. feel... Just, just from a, a, I guess, a practical standpoint, even as a non-believer, if I'm a man on the street and I'm like, hey, I got divine knowledge and I know about, you know, God and I can help you out with that, why would I keep that secret? That's how I always thought about it. Like, there, there shouldn't be any secretive nature if, if you're talking about like divinity and stuff. But, but that's the part for them. Like, they want to keep this thing a secret, so you, you have to be a part of it, and that's kind of like the enemy. The enemy mm-hmm. is. Even when I think about, like, I know this is a little off topic, but, like, the Illuminati and things like that, mm-hmm. I don't think it's, like, this thing where it's, like, sell your soul for fame. I think it's really, like, this is a social club, and we got you, bro. Like, all you got to do is these rituals, and, you know, we'll be on your features. We got you. We're going to promote you, and it's like that. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with this. Like, 
things look good, but when you see the heart of it, it's evil. And the word warns us about that. Yeah. Because I just couldn't wrap my head around why have we normalized this so much? Mm. Yeah. But the enemy comes as an angel of light. And I think that's a that's something we as Christians, we be thinking the enemy is about to come scary or it's going to be like, come to our witch night. Like, no. Yeah. It's really on these campuses and people are really confused. Yeah. But God also tells us you will know me by the fruits that they bear. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. All right. I have a, I have a question for you and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to preface it with the scripture, right? I came across Isaiah 48, one just randomly. And I was like, Hmm, I need to like, see what she thinks about this. So it says, uh, listen to this, you descendants of Jacob, you who are called by the name of Israel and come from the line of Judah, you who take oaths in the name of the Lord and invoke the God of Israel, but not in truth or righteousness. You who call yourselves citizens mm-hmm. of the holy city and claim to rely on the God of Israel, the Lord almighty is his name. And it goes on. But I was thinking, like, because there are people in these organizations who go, like, oh, but I'm Christian and this is Christian based. And, like, I think they even mentioned Christ. They mentioned Jesus Christ, you know, associated with some of the organizations even. So what do you say to people who are who say those types of things? Like, oh, we do good and we do we're Christian. And I think you have to go back to the beginning so when something is of god everything will line up with its character and be of light Mm. but early on when you're pursuing this organization you're told not to say anything to people and you have to lie about your whereabouts you have to so that should have been the first red flag like why do i have to lie about this Mm. or whatever like that and there's no darkness in christ at all but even going back to christian principles people get confused because in our rituals we actually have a bible verse in it so it will throw you off. Wow. Um, the Bible verse is about Ruth and Naomi. Ruth was a Moabite woman. So basically, she served a different God. Mm-hmm. So she had told Naomi, who served the God of Israel, like, hey, I know my husband died, but I want to follow you. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. So she was basically saying, I want to serve whatever God you serve. Mm-hmm. So when we say that verse in our rituals, we are saying that whatever God our profites or, you know, formal older brothers, sisters serve, we want to serve, but Ooh. they're pledging their life to the enemy. Wow. So that verse is just unplugged. And, you know, God is mentioned, but we know now that Satan is the God of this world. Mm-hmm. Are they talking about the Holy Trinity? That's something you need to realize. Like if they're not talking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, what God is that? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of Christians that tie their name to Christianity, but really they have this universal mindset about the universe being god and a higher power so Mm -hmm. what god because there's many gods wow all right all right so we're talking about oaths we're talking about rituals we're talking about pledging our lives to like other you know gods or not god what do you little g yeah little g god (laughs) um gods what what do you think is going on here? Like, do you do you think that there's some kind of agenda or purpose like behind all of this? I think people are really. The Bible says that my people perish because of the lack of knowledge, mm-hmm. and perish is the same perish that talks about John three sixteen. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you will ne- you have everlasting life. You'll never perish. So perish is death, right? Mm-hmm. Perish means you're going to hell. Right. So I feel like. The father is saying that people will go to hell because of the lack of knowledge. And a lot of people really don't know. So, of course, the hidden agenda, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think it's people because they're just deceived. I think it's the enemy. Mm -hmm. And what people Mm -hmm. need to do, they need to do their research. Like, 
Go back to your rituals. Find out where did these organizations come from? Where is the ancient history to this? Because if you do your deep research, you will know that these Greek organizations adapt a lot of the rituals from masonry Mm. and Eastern Star and things like that. And even when you go back from them, you'll see a lot of these things are like dates back to Babylon days and like ancient gods and things like that in Greek days. Mm -hmm. So these are like ancient demons that we are actually tying our selves to that but people don't do the research so that's why they will perish because of that yeah and i guess sometimes when we read the word or or don't read our lack of reading it's like when you read the old testament and he's talking about you know like there will be no god before me and Mm. he's always punishing israel for idol worship and false gods and saying you know to abraham don't follow their gods and when you go here don't follow their gods and all this type of stuff but when we when we now today see like greek gods associated with stuff or like you know saturn they don't think it's that serious but it's like this is what you're reading and this is what you're putting on your chest this is what you're putting out like you identify yourself with this organization Mm -hmm. so that means everything that it stands for you stand for Mm -hmm. so it's like research your shield um for AKA there is um, a Greek God that is basically, I forgot his name, is but Atlas? yeah, he has the okay. world on yeah. his back. But basically if you read about that God, like he basically didn't want people to come into the knowledge of, um, of everything of the real God. So mm-hmm. he kind of hides it on his back. So you won't go into the deeper knowledge of it. Wow. So it's like, do your research. It's people. a demon. It's not um, it's demonic. Um, right there. What you call it? Even with Delta Sigma Theta, they have this Greek goddess that Mar- Minerva? Yeah, Minerva. Mar- like I can't even say her name right, but <laughs> her. And it's like, we are Christians. Yeah. When did you ever see the disciples say, oh, Paul's talking about, I'm a Kappa. Like, no. He did not associate himself with anything that mm. was Greek or whatever the case may be. Like, he stayed away from their rituals and their stuff. So why are we trying to adapt that and tap God's name on it? Yeah, Like, right. it cannot happen. Right. Um, the shields really kind of caught my attention. Because as I'm looking at them, I saw Atlas on the AKAs. I saw Minerva for Deltas. Uh you got to help me out with some of these Greek names, but like one of them has like a skull and crossbones mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one had like a sphinx from Egypt on them. And, you know, like uh, I was watching this, you know, one interview of an ex-soror and she was saying, she was asking a question. She was like, if, if people started this in 1908, right. Or whenever, you know, they started in the early 20th century, right. Like why would they have picked these particular symbols to represent them? Right. Like if like being the group of people that they were like African-American, you know, women or whatever, why would they pick these particular symbols? Like why would anybody pick a skull and crossbones where skull and crossbones represents death and throw that on a shield that belongs to them or their sorority? Because they adapted these things from other entities and Mm -hmm. then you got to see where they adapted it Mm -hmm. like the bible says that there's nothing new under the sun Mm -hmm. so that means that the enemy does the same schemes plots and tricks he's been doing but it will just be in a different way so as i'm doing my research i was just like wait 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 this dates back to what um and as I went, you know, went further in my research and things like that. So I encourage y'all, you know, when people talk about stuff, go do your research. Like, yeah. don't take my word for it. Like, for literally, sure. get your Bible, get your material out, and research it. But they were talking about, um, I know with Greek life, you know, during probates and stuff, you always have to alpha your head, or you know, if you're omega, you got omega your head or kappa your head. But all of that stuff 
dates back to like in these Babylon days and these Greek hmm. days that when they were doing sacrifices to these gods, they were coming in agreement with nodding their head to it. Oh, so okay. that is something that when I was finding out, I was like, hold up, what? Like, this is crazy. Um, that was one thing that I found out. Another thing was. Anytime that people come together to hold hands, mm. you're basically saying nothing comes in, nothing comes out in the spiritual realm. Mm. So when you do wow. that and you're singing a song about this organization being your heart, mind, soul, whatever, you're basically reestablishing this covenant. Mm. And what's important is you do this when you're getting married. Mm. So basically you just made a covenant before God with your husband, but yeah. then you come with your sisters they surround the bride or the groom, and they're basically reclaiming that Alpha will be first in wow. their heart, wow. or Kappa will be first in their heart. And the same thing with like when you're when you die, they say these chants. Like mm. it's like, why are they doing that? Like or whatever. Yeah. Like you so say when you die, they yeah, say they chants? say chants around you. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Oh um, a part of my deliverance or whatever. One girl didn't really know much about it, but uh -huh. she, um, you know, worked at. The funeral home, um, she was doing the ladies' makeup. She said that her client um, had sisters come in, and she was just like, what's going on? They kicked her out. Mm. She said they started singing and chanting, and she said when they left the room, she felt like it was like the atmosphere shifted. Wow. It was like demonic. Mm. Like she didn't know what, because she's not in tune with like sororities and fraternities. But when she told me that, right then it shows that even people who don't even know about Greek life can discern that there's something happening in the spiritual aspect. Yeah. So they're basically reclaiming your body because you belong to that. Jeez. But people don't know. It's just it's just really sad, but I praise God for revelation and knowledge. Um, for me, I really just had to get under his understanding yeah. because I felt like there was nothing I needed to be free from. I didn't worship any other gods. Like, I didn't, you know you know from my own knowledge like yeah. this is what i'm doing but i really had to submit myself and say lord is there something in this organization that i need to be freed from mm. free me wow. and that is me basically putting my will down and getting under his will wow. and that's why i was able to see so a lot of times we're not able to see because we're still going off what we know mm -hmm. and we know we don't know anything can i ask you a little bit about that like that that moment where you had like the epiphany where you're like all right <sighs> I gotta, I gotta get rid of this. Even, even this. when, so people have been talking to me about it for a while. There was another moment that I felt like I wanted to renounce just because of a lot of the aspects that I was seeing. I kept saying I wanted to be a light in this organization, but then on the flip side, people were still hazing and I still knew about it. And then mm. sometimes I, you know, get mixed up in it a little bit mm. and have to repent. So I was just like, this is too much. But what I learned is the more I kept saying I wanted to be a light. The Lord is like, how can you be a light into something that is dark? Mm. And you know it's dark, but you're not speaking about the darkness. You're just kind of taking a step back. Wow. And it's kind of in comparison. Like, this might be extreme, but I, I just kind of want to paint this picture for y'all. Mm -hmm. If you're a part of a church and you know the pastor is raping people, and you're like, you know what? I'm not raping people, but I'm going to still be a part of this church, but take a step back, but don't speak out against against it mm. you're basically wrong mm. so that's yeah, what these christians yeah. are doing they know Jeez. the wrong going on yeah. but they cover it up wow. everyone says it's a non-hazing organization but you know you haze yeah. so it's like you lying wow. you lying to the administrators you doing this like it's too much and for me to say i was being the light but i knew my former line sisters were partaking in this and i knew the girls who i was talking to about christ were still getting hazed 
but I'm saying I'm not a part of that. That's double-mindedness. Yeah. Like, you can't wow. stand for half-truth. Wow. So either it's all truth or it's not. So that's why I kind of had to take the stand. But in the very moment, it was kind of like, when I got delivered about it, I don't know if people really know about deliverance, but basically I talked about we're spiritual beings. You know, the Bible talks about Jesus cat cast out demons. So basically a demon got cast out of me. Mm. And when it happened, Whoa. I was like, wait, <laughs> like, what? I'm sorry, I didn't even mean to cut you off. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I mean, not like, not like, oh my God, she had yeah. a demon, y'all. But like, I, can you can we talk about that a little bit? Oh yeah, we can talk bit? about it. Like, okay. What do you? What do you, what so do you say basically, that I told y'all I had to get under the will of God. I had to get under His understanding because people were like, we could pray for you mm-hmm. after all the signs were coming, the confirmations where I felt like the Lord was like, come out. I was just like, I don't really know what I need to be freed from. But the moment I got under His will and submission they started praying and they were basically like binding any type of spiritual connection with that uh-huh. organization and that's when i started manifesting wow so in the moment i'm just like what is going on like wait what so i came out of that like i just had a real experience where a demon mm-hmm. just manifested out of me wow wow so what did I do for that to happen? Yeah, That's yeah. kind of where I was. I wasn't sure what I did uh-huh. because, like we said before, you don't think you did anything wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You kind of say, you know, I didn't, that's not an idol for me. Like, I don't worship, you know, these gods. I don't, my, the songs we sing are just chants or just, you know, sorority, fraternity, spirit. Like, it's like you saying something at a basketball game. Like, yeah. it's not that serious, but the <laughs> words are different. You don't yeah. talk about the team is my soul, my mind, my this, all my life goes to this. Like, wow, that's why people need to be cautious of what they're saying. Mm. So coming into that, I was just really like, okay, don't know what happened, but I know I need to get out of this. Don't yeah. know why, but that, I couldn't deny that. So I was, I was telling my former alliances, I was like, y'all, you know, I feel like the Lord is leading me out of this. Man. They were like, why can't you just take a step back? And I was like, no, I can't. Mm-hmm. I like, I just had this real experience. Like, mm-hmm. I know this is wrong. I don't know why exactly. But I do remember we all kind of felt weird that night. And everyone said they felt weird too. So I'm like, so I'm going to just take that as that and get out. Um, mm-hmm. And the enemy is so crafty. He will use the word to keep you bounded. So I remember I wanted to send out my denouncement paperwork or whatever. And something happened with my bank account where I couldn't. So somebody was like, well, maybe this is like, God is like testing you. Maybe, you know, he just wants to see if you would give it up. Kind of like Abraham. And, (laughs) (laughs) but do you see how the enemy will use people to influence you? Very crafty, very sneaky. And I was like, like, it was a thought, but I was like, no, God revealed this to me. He's told mm-hmm. me anything else is a lie. Mm-hmm. And I had to get out. So wow. it wasn't until later on as I was researching things and, like, reading my ritual book and the Lord is showing me scriptures where it's, like, you know, against the word. And I'm asking God, like, well, why didn't I, you know, hear this? Like, why? Mm. I've been a Christian. And the Lord is like, sometimes you... People tell you the truth, but you think it's a lie. And that is something that the Pharisees went through. Like, Jesus was telling them that I'm in the Father. And they're like, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we know the Father. You're not in him. And he's like, you don't know the Father. Because if you knew the Father, you would know me. And that basically puts you in this mindset of, like, Jesus and God was really telling me, like, you made this covenant with the enemy. So that's why you can't see. 
You wow. can't see. You're blinded to the truth. Wow. And our fruits will line up. So when our when we're not producing good fruits, we have to go back to the word because the word says a good tree cannot produce bad fruits. Yeah. So if you're if you're consistently producing bad fruit, who are you connected to in that area? Wow. And I knew with these organizations, I was constantly having to lie. Yeah. All the time. All the time. My God. All the time. And I keep pronouncing, I mean, saying that because you had to keep up this lie. Yeah. Wow. Lying about the process, lying that you're not hazing. Every time the university gets howling, um, comes out with hazing allegations towards your fraternity or sorority, you know you hazing, so now you got to cover up this lie. Mm. And it's like mm. the word says the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. So if you're lying, that means you're in bondage. It's whatever you're lying about. Wow. So yeah. some of y'all are in bondage. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because you have to keep up this lie for the rest of your life. Mm, yeah. That's not worth your soul. So, yeah. so go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, like, uh, because I can I can hear some people saying, like, oh, well, you know, she she had it. She had a demon. She got other stuff going on, you know, like that kind of thing. Or, wow. But when you say, like, the double mindedness part, we know, we know in James it says, like, the double minded man, like, he shouldn't even think that his prayers are going to get answered right that's like james one yeah james one six right so are there other things i guess i'm trying to say that can be affecting people by being in this where you're like don't you see right here what's going on like are there things like the lying for you know that's that's, one that's one of the bad fruit that's produced from it but even besides a lot of people that you know listen to my testimony some people weren't greek but they still were able to take something from it because they really focused on the idol part mm-hmm. like not even the organization even though that is an idol but other idols in their lives but what you could look at is like lust like if you're battling through masturbation porn fornication adultery whatever sexual perversion pedophiles like let's just name all the different homosexuality all of that is a spirit so mm-hmm. For people to say, oh, that's just you, but it's like you're dealing with something, too, that is kind of tied. Even if it isn't within this organization, mm-hmm. you're fighting against something as well. So people say, okay, maybe she's just mentally you know, not there, or she's delusional, or that's just her, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Look at your own life and look at the fruit that you're bearing. Wow. So if you're going through rejection, if you're wow. going through abandonment, if you're going through sexual perversion, if you're going through... Whatever the case may be, these are fruits that don't align with God. So what have you picked up in your life that is causing this turmoil? Because, Or you're fearful. Like the word tells us God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. So if you're fearing something, that mm-hmm. is a spirit that is, you know, indulging in your life. So Wow. So I was going to ask, like you recently had a post where you were burning some of your paraphernalia and the question I had was, why did you feel the need to burn it? Like, you could have just, like, thrown it in the trash. But what was your thought process behind, like, burning it? I mean, for me, the Lord showed me Moses. And it showed, like, during the golden calf that when, you know, it was revealed that they are idolizing this calf. And the thing about it is, if you go, just to give you a little background, mm-hmm. they call the calf Jehovah. But because God is not a thing you mm-hmm. can't just attach his name to like a thing and worship that mm-hmm. but they were mm-hmm. used to seeing you know what they can see and not the unseen world that the, you know you can't see the father mm-hmm. so that's what happened so their intent may have been good but ultimately it was terrible because god is not a calf so yeah for me moses burned that like he burned the idols mm-hmm. and i was like you know what this 
It was an idol in my life. This was something that I didn't wasn't aware about. Whatever spiritual connection, I need to wow. burn it. It needs to get out. Mm-hmm. So some people thought, you know, it was for attention or whatever the case. But I felt like I just extreme as for my soul. I needed to get away from that entity like that. So that's why I did that. Wow. It reminded me like when I saw that post, it reminded me of uh, something that they were doing in acts the book of acts like magicians or like people mm. who were in like occultic practices or whatever they would it says that they got all their stuff together and they burned it you know even though it was worth like all this money you know they decided to burn it anyway like just to totally do away with it not to try to resell it not take a right. chance where anybody else could pick it up and move on with it but to totally destroy it altogether mm-hmm. and everything that it Th- represents. That's another thing. People are like, well, you could have donated that or gave it to somebody else if you didn't want it. And I said, people need to be mindful. Renounce and denounce are two different things. Renouncing something is just like, I don't want to be a part of this, but you know, it's still good. It's for other people. Denouncing is me saying, actually, this is wrong mm-hmm. and I don't want a part of it. And I will not, you know, give this away to anybody because why would I continue that trend? Like yeah. I'm saying this is not of God, period. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to say there, there is also, and, and it's something that I don't even want to speak too much about because I may not even know enough about it to speak about it. But there is, when you start looking at like satanic rituals and people who practice witchcraft and all these types of things, there is like dark power in objects and they do like try to put spirits in objects and stuff like that. Yeah, right? they, so, they do. Mm. Yeah, they do this type of stuff. So burning it spiritually, like it's the holy righteous fire of God that you're you're trying to basically I'm saying you're you're fully destroying it in a in a spiritual way. Mm. But right. that's that's a whole nother type Right. Of thing. You're fully just getting away from like everything that you did during the rituals, the oaths, the vows, like I don't know if y'all are hip to like soul ties and things like that. So you could be, you know, your soul can be tied to somebody sexually, emotionally, whatever the case. But it's kind of burning all of that. And even with the rituals, like when we were in the room, we were lighting candles. We was doing all types of nonsense. And looking back at it, it was like it was a spiritual thing that was happening in the room. So people don't look at it that way. But that's exactly that was happening. And that's what Santanic people do like they yeah. light candles and do all types of nonsense so yeah. another time you light candles when you get married with your husband you know what i'm saying it's like symbolism so for us to light a candle and everybody wow. light and they go down it's mm-hmm. like you are creating this chain to these people like you're spiritually tied to them yeah and that's i've even heard like stuff about forever. certain wording where they say you know you're wed to this organization yeah, type of stuff also. like that but i don't know enough to say if yeah, it's true or not but somebody had posted the rituals on one of my comments on youtube and a girl was like that's not even our rituals and i was like actually i have the ritual book yes it is mm. so it's like people will try to confuse other people to make it seem like oh that's not it to still kind of disclose like whatever happened mm. a lot of people reached out to me a part of my former chapter asking me to keep the integrity of the organization I'm like you know you were still a part of this so you know keep our integrity keep the secrets and i'm like listen i'm in christ there is no secret yeah so yeah. if i can't speak the whole truth then i'm not speaking truth i'm speaking lies and truth and that's how the enemy gets you he wants you to speak a lie and a truth so if i can't wow. come boldly mm-hmm. and tell people my experience with the whole truth then it's not truth yeah and how am I going to get this freedom but not open my mouth to release other people? When you're truly freed from something, you will tell the whole world about it. The yeah. people in the Bible, when they had an encounter with Jesus Christ, think about the woman at the well. 
This is a woman that was shunned because of her sexual relations. Yet she left that place telling everybody, I met a man mm. that knew my whole life. Wow. Can you imagine the shame, the guilt, the embarrassment, the whatever whatever thing that was keeping her tied was broken instantly. Wow. And she had this boldness about her where she can go out to the world and preach. So if that's not happening to you, then you're not really freed. You're still tied. And the Lord really freed me. So So speaking of like your freedom and like your exit from all of this, like to somebody who was listening, like what is that process? Like, you know, whether it be, you know, the actual things that you have to do, I guess like letters you have to send or whatever, but also like spiritually, like how do you how do you totally exit this? So what I did was um, at first, you know, you have to tell the people whatever that you were with. I mean, this is, you could do this or you don't have to. But I kind of let them know, like, hey, I'm leaving this, blah, blah, blah. And at first it was kind of like, well, OK, you're doing this. Well, still come to the five year or, you know, we still want to be your like we still want you to come to events. Are you still going to come to probate? And after I kind of got the whole idea of it, mm. I was like, no, I'm actually not going to be a part of this at all. Like, mm. I'm not going to step shows. I'm not going to probate. I am i don't want to hear if you have a new, you know, young lady that's about to be in my number family. So, you know, with the Greek organizations, you have a number because y'all are in a line, mm. which that in itself is another spiritual aspect that we probably don't even have. Yeah. <laughs> y'all eyes got big. But... I for me it was like wait, I'm wait, no so longer you mean like you like you might be like number eleven and yeah. then there's a new number eleven yeah. coming into the current class. Yeah, so then you kind of you kind of it's called number family. On my elevens. So. Yeah, on okay. my elevens, on my sevens, you meet another seven, you'd be like, What's up, number? So it's like this ah, okay. this place of identity where whatever. But as <laughs> I was saying as I was saying, um so what was I saying again? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at scriptures. Don't get distracted by this. What was I saying? Wait, we were talking about... How you exit. Oh, how you See, exit. you like, I'm not coming to any of this. Oh, yeah, stuff. I'm not coming to any yeah, of this because I don't... I no longer... I was at this point where I was like, I am no longer associate with this and I won't condone mm -hmm. it. So if I denounce, but somebody sees me at a step show, they would give them the wrong idea. And that's why wow. Moses had to burn it because it's like mm. set apart. Come out from among you. Yeah. Like, come out. Like, don't stay in and be the light, but come out from them. And mm. that is really about it because you will send people the wrong message. Like mm. people thinking, well, I thought you said that's wrong. Well, why are you so, well, I just want to support this friend. And it's like, nah, like when you take a stand for Christ, you have to take a stand for Christ. Are you about to go to a satanic dance shop? No, you're not. Yeah. You're staying away from that. So I think a lot of times with Christians, there's these blurry lines. Like you're a man of God. You want to stay away from less. Are you going to go to a strip club? Mm. Like, isn't that a double negative? Like, mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of times the enemy will try to blur those lines. So I had to make it clear to them that I'm not a AKA. I'm not a sore war. That's, you know, another word for sister. I'm not a number. As we said, number family. I'm not a special, which is somebody special to you that brought you in. Mm. Like, I'm not a profite. I'm not a neo. Like, I will no longer be identified wow. by this organization. Wow. Wow. So when you see me. I'm not your line sister. I'm not your profile. I'm not your Neo. I'm Lorena. That is your sister in Christ. Mm. So I had to make it very clear. I'm not coming to five year. I'm not, you know, going to be a part of this in any ways. However, if you had a brunch for your birthday, I'll come. But if it's something where it's just y'all, I will not be there. Mm. Um, so really putting the line because you'll see a lot of people who denounce, uh -huh. but they still have, 
connections or ties to it. I know another young lady told me she'd announced, but she was still giving them information about how to run the chapter. And I'm like, you still tied to it. You're still a part yeah. of it. Wow. Um, so, you know, making that clear and then doing your official paperwork with nationals, basically sending out a letter saying you want to denounce, you have to notarize it. They'll ask you to send your items back to them or you can tell them you burned them, which I did. So that is really the process. <laughs> you can do that. That's fine. So, but I think what's important that I, you know, I told every person that I was tied to with this organization is mm-hmm. I'm not denouncing you as a person. I'm denouncing the organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you may right, feel right. like I'm denouncing you because that's your identity right. in a sense. But if you call me and you want to chat it up, like we can talk. I'm not saying you are evil. I'm saying that the organization right. has demonic roots and I want no parts of it. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. So yeah, you're doing it out of love. So Yeah. Would, I'm thinking about like the spiritual aspect of it too, right? Like for instance, like we talked about it earlier, significance of words and, you know, you're kind of making these oaths and these, and these ties, right? Like do you... Like, did you have to go through a process of, like, renouncing and breaking? Yeah, I'm sorry. I I definitely forgot that. But during my deliverance, um, they, you know, when the spirit started manifesting or whatever, Mm. they cast that out. I had to repent for every single, you know, hazing thing that I did. Anytime, like, I was condescending, every vow, every single oath I made, I had to renounce, denounce, repent. Because you sin a lot in these organizations. Like, the word says love your brothers as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. So you just do a whole bunch of stuff that is just unnecessary that I had to, as a Christian, as a minister, I had to be like, would I be a hundred percent confident telling the congregation what I do in this organization? Wow. Mm. Absolutely not. Jeez. Would I be a hundred percent confident telling my pastor, my spiritual advisors, my spiritual, whoever? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the question people have to ask themselves. Like, my mentor asked me, how is that going for me? And I was like, uh, you know, there's some things demonic. She's like, like what? And I was like, uh, next topic. Like, you get yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know you're sinning. So that's the question you have to ask yourself. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But I would just encourage people that when you step out like that, you have to make sure that your identity is really in Christ and your affirmations, everything that you get is rooted in him. Because if it's in people, you will crack because there is going to be backlash. There is going to be a lot of rejection. But once you know the person that really accepts you, you can really get past that. Like I was, you know, I crossed at Howard University. I was in leadership on campus. Like, I was well-known. So me standing against this basically means that everyone in that organization was going to feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. And even everybody on my campus that knows me was going to feel some type of way. Yeah. So I had, so speaking out against this to free other people meant that I was basically doing social suicide in a sense. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't about that. Like, I didn't care whether or not what your thoughts of me were. I just needed to get out what I needed to say. And I think that's important for us as believers because think of Paul. Paul was crucifying Christians. I'm sure he had a whole clan of people doing the same thing. So when he came out, it was kind of like, actually, y'all, y'all are wrong. And I know they probably was looking at him like, no, how did you join these people? Like, da 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 da. And I think a lot of people are looking at me like that who mm. pro- like knew me prior because the change has been so like, different it's kind of like are you even Lorena like who is this person Mm. like you are the same person that indulged in what I was doing Mm. but now you're speaking out against it so I think people just need to know that it's not going to be easy like the enemy wants you silent he wants you to denounce quietly yeah and that was the option that they tried to get me to do you're talking about like how not easy it is 
could you talk a little bit about like the backlash or like just Child. like some of the I've stuff? I've gotten that's a lot happened. of threats. Um, don't come back to homecoming when I see you is on site. Oof. Um, you know, people calling me delusional. People, you know, saying I have mental illness. Like it's been wow. a lot of my character. People are like, well, why are you only talking about this sin? Why aren't you talking about other things you have done in your life? And mm. I was just like, first of all, if somebody <laughs> has a testimony, they're going to talk about their testimony. Yeah. So if I was gay and the Lord delivered me from that, of course, I'm going to talk about being delivered from homosexuality. Mm. And if I, and I'm sure all the people who are still battling with that will probably be like, well, why are you just talking about that? Because mm-hmm. they feel targeted. Right. Mm. And it's not that I'm targeting, you know, Greek life. It's, that's just my story. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I'm going to have more passion about this because I dealt with it. And my heart is to free other people. Yeah. So I was gonna I was gonna bring up this Isaiah verse that I found, right? It says uh, Isaiah forty eight twenty, it says, Leave Babylon, flee from the Babylonians, announce this with shouts of joy and proclaim it, send it out to the ends of the earth, say the Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob, right? So that's just kinda how I look at what you're doing. You just like I'm grateful for this and i'm telling everybody but also like you're trying to give some knowledge and, and educate and people because yeah. they don't know but it's been a ripple effect um but dude like even i'm sorry to cut you off like mm-hmm. even in when i'm when we were in that like ig live like there were people in there and i was just they like, was cutting up it was they yeah. it was clear that they were part of some of these organizations right. and like the stuff they were saying to her i was like this right here, just you're showing your fruit, like yeah. You're, show, people, you're showing like, your your yeah, I'm like, this is not of God. I was like, if you are saying you're a Christian, like, why are you talking to her like this? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even if you didn't agree with it, there's still a place of honor. Like for instance, with Meshach Abednego and Shadrach, mm-hmm. the the Nebuchadnezzar was telling them to bow down, mm-hmm. and imagine somebody's telling you to bow down to them as a king or you're going to die. And they respectively say, your majesty, we honor you, but we will mm. not bow down to nobody but our God. Mm-hmm. So as a Christian, your fruit will always be honor, even to an in- evil king. Mm-hmm. So when people are lashing out about this, it really shows who they serve and really what their fruits are. Mm-hmm. You are threatening my life, my yeah. livelihood, my friends, my family. You're harassing me because of this organization. It's never that deep. So what I really wanted to refocus people to when an atheist speaks out about christianity do you act like that mm, yeah. no mm, mm. but for this organization you do mm-hmm. so who is your god right and i want people to really think about that if something is really going to make you that heated but you're not mad at the atheist that speaks out like how can god be your god and mm. not this yeah. mm-hmm. so, another interesting thing about that too is is when you see this type of backlash they're attacking the person but they're not really responding to the information that the person gave, right? Yep. So it's like nobody's going to, you know, like argue like, well, the word says this or the word says that. Oh, like, no. Because they, they lost that. that battle already, Mm-mm. right? But they will t- attack you as an individual. It was crazy. Like they were just like, well, she joined for the wrong reasons or blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, what about the scripture that I read? Yeah. What about these rituals? Like right. you can't sit here and tell me. Somebody was like, well, we just say it as a word of expression. And I'm like, no. Not yeah. to this degree. Because for me, if AKA was created as an organization where it wasn't for life, you don't have to do any rituals, there could have been an application process or something, okay. But the fact that you do all of this and it's mm-hmm. all in secrecy raises a red flag. Yeah, that was going to be my, exactly my next question. Like, I'm thinking about the person, because it's been said to me even personally by um, people I know, like, 
yeah, I heard that before, you know, and and but but whatever. I don't basically saying like they're on the end of the spectrum where it's like I don't take my organization that serious. It's not that serious to me. Like I know the implications in Christianity and what the word says, but you know that's just something that I'm a part of for networking or you know da 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 da. It's not that serious to me like that. What do you say to that type of person? I say to them the fruit. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the fruit. You will know them by their fruit. So you people can say this is good, this is that, blah, blah, blah. But if the fruit doesn't line up, is it good? Mm. So people just really need to go back and think about their own fruit. Yeah. What type of fruit has this produced in you? And if it has produced any type of bad fruit, then that's something you need to take a step back from. Mm. Um any type that's any type yeah, of there's, there's like, no if you have to lie you're still lying yeah. like that's something where you need to be like wait this is actually bondage for me wow this is something that i thought was interesting out of every single person that has denounced online they are all christians mm. like when they denounce from a spiritual aspect that's powerful they denounce in the name of jesus christ wow, wow. not in the name of allah not in the name of buddha not in the wow. name of what is it? What are the he Dalai Lama or whoever <laughs> or whoever they Krishna. always Krishna. denounce because Jesus Christ told them to denounce. Mm, wow! And I thought that was interesting because mm. you know if you're a believer, you believe that Jesus is the only way, so everything else are dead gods that mm-hmm. you know the enemy is leading. So I thought that was mm. just interesting. Yeah, and it shows his power. Like it's not a it's not a kingdom of words, but a power, right? Yeah, and he has the power over these enemies. Only him, though. But it's, it's like, like the, it, these other gods are not really gods. So, of yeah. course, they, the enemy wants you tied to that. It's like what you always say. Like, we're really talking about two kingdoms here. Mm-hmm. Right? It's only two. All those other gods belong to the kingdom of darkness. Darkness. Correct. Right? And so, you, like, however they, you know, represent themselves or whatever, right? Like, they're still all Satan. Mm-hmm. You know? and so <laughs> he's like they still all say it all demons, but yeah. i'm not saying people don't denounce to denounce i'm saying for a spiritual aspect yeah they denounce because of that yeah right that's right. powerful and i think like only that, christ is bringing people out on a spiritual awakening type of level and i was just like blown away by that because i was just like wow incredible. god really loves his people like yeah. he doesn't want mm. you to be bounded by that and he doesn't want you having to prove yourself like you don't need this to be networking, blah, blah, blah. All these excuses people use, like, Christ knows everybody. Yeah. Like, you're good under him alone. Mm. And I think that's something that people, you know, need to think about. You want yeah. brothers, you want sisters. He got a whole bunch of brothers and sisters for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We and, and continue to pray for him. The reason we started this series, right, is because, like, we understand that as we go through life, the enemy is constantly trying to attach things. He's constantly trying to tie things to your life and, you know, just bring you down by any means necessary, right? Or do his bidding by any means necessary, right? You talked about how a lot of the fruit of this was, like, sinful, you know? So Parties, this, like, yeah. you just know. Go to Greek um, picnic. There's mm. a whole bunch of lust happening, a whole bunch of crazy stuff happening all weekend. But this yeah. is mm. good fruit. Wow. Yeah. Like, the music they associate with. If this is a Christian organization, mm. like, how are y'all strong? Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Like, people say Christian base, <laughs> wow. but the word says you will know them by the fruit that they bear. Yeah. And even these ministers, I think the craziest part for me mm-hmm. was there's pastors, there's ministers, there's people out there who are a part of this. 
even monumental people in history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at Martin King Jr. Yeah. And no, I'm not saying that he did not do great things for the community, but what we know that you could do great things, but is it God? Mm-hmm. Like that's something that people need to realize. Yeah. A wow. lot of people do good things, but there's a difference between good and God because <laughs> the fruit was good, mm. but clearly it caused sin into Eve's life and Adam. Wow. In the fall of man. Yeah. So that tells you right there that there is good that is not God. So y'all just have to be mindful. I think what this taught me was to not rely on other people and what they do to give me the security of this is God. This is okay. Yeah. Like I got to work out my own relationship with Holy Spirit by myself. And yeah. yes, you have believers and blah, blah, blah. But I can't say, well, you know what? This person still goes to the club and she's a Christian. I can go to the club. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't work that way. Yeah, when you think about Judas, right? He he walked up to Christ and he gave him a holy kiss. Like, he greeted him. And from the outside looking in, it was just like, okay, like, that's his man. He did something nice for him. and But it's like, no, his intentions were totally wrong. And that's the whole approach with this thing. It's like, yeah. They ah. do good things for the community. They say they do this, they do that. But it looks if, great. But mm-hmm. is it God? Like, you will know them by the fruit that they bear. Mm. And the word talks about there's a way that looks good but leads to death. Mm-hmm. They said in the final days that good is going to look evil and evil is going to look good. Yep. That's a whole nother can of worms, Revelation. Ah. But we in, we in the last day, people, because that's what it meant to me. Like, this is all over campuses. This is normalized. And um, another thing that is funny, well, not funny, but my grandma was hip. So my grandma, you know, she's from Africa. She don't really know nothing about, she didn't go to college here. So she don't know nothing about Greek sororities, fraternities, <laughs> none of that type of stuff. But that year I crossed, she said to me, somebody did witchcraft on you. What? And wow. I'm looking at her like, no, witchcraft on me time like, out time out like walk us through this she's hanging out with you at thanksgiving what's going what like she we just she just discerned somebody okay. something happened to you what she was like somebody put a spell a curse somebody did something to you and i was like did nobody put no curse spell like what you talking yeah. about? but of course she doesn't have so she don't know that's she's been saying that for four years Wow. All the time. Mm-hmm. And right before I went to Charlotte for the tour, when the deliverance happened, she said it again. She was like, I don't care what you say. Somebody did something to you. Like, I just wow. discerned that. So when it came to the surface that I actually mm. did my own witchcraft, like, I actually <laughs> was casting vows, and which are curses because you now give the enemy legal access to yeah, your life. Right. So a lot of people want to know why they have poverty, why they're dealing with lust, why, you know, different things are being affected. It's because this covenant gives you belong to him basically Mm. but my grandma when i told her she was like it was right under my nose Mm. and she said something that we celebrated you we literally celebrated you crossing the burning sands doing all of this stuff crossing the burning sands hilarious like you're crossing over but anyways people don't think of the metaphors and the symbolism that happens in these organizations that's in in scripture too like that's that was some pagan stuff like Like, crossing burning sands which goes back to babylon days so that's what i'm telling people to do their research but grandma was hip she seen something in her spirit Mm -hmm. and now she was like wow whatever i used to feel is gone yeah like so it's it's amazing to me how like spiritual it is. I've heard some um, 
some stories of people who have left. I was telling Jason about a few of them earlier, but there was a guy who uh, he pledged for a fraternity, obviously, and he, you know, he said he was at a party and he was like dancing with a girl, and as he was dancing with the girl, her her face started to just contort, you know, in front, right in front of him. And he said he just brushed it off on the fact that he was like smoking weed and drinking a lot at that particular time. And he said that when he finally gave his life to Christ, as he was reading the Bible one night, um, he said that a cloud of black smoke came out of his mouth and started moving around his home. Oh, I talked that? to him. That's the guy I talked to. Word? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He get, okay. he's from Ohio. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked I to him. I watched it on YouTube. Yeah, he said that. He said, like, when the spirit was, was leaving him, he actually saw the spirit come out of him. He said that it moved throughout his house. It went downstairs. And he had the courage to follow it. And when he followed it, he said it began to, like, form itself into a woman. He was like, it was a woman. And then as he continued to watch, very dark hair that started to cover the woman, like, really, really long. But... You know, I mean, it sounded like like the ring or something like that, you know, right, out of a right, movie, you right, know, right. but the, the he prayed about it. And when he prayed about it, uh, God told him that that was a spirit that was in you and that is in everybody else in your fraternity. That same old thing. Um, another thing that this guy um, that's not affiliate to Greek organizations or anything like that, he said he had when the Lord started to reveal to him what was really going on, he had a dream that there were pink and green women worshiping the trees. And he was like, mm. stop, stop, stop. And they basically couldn't hear him or they were ignoring him. But I thought that was important when I, you know, was coming out of it because they take these symbolisms, these symbols like ivy leaf or whatever the case, the frog, you know, the elephant. And they like basically like it's important to you. Yeah. But it's like, why are these images so important to us? Just like. God, like we identify ourselves yeah, with this, yeah. like all pearls, like it's like it's like worshiping the creation and not the creation, yes, type of thing. like mm. unknowingly because yeah. now this ivy leaf is important to you, yeah, but for what? Yeah, mm. man, there's so much in scripture too that that, that you can look you. at, yeah, because like Paul's talking about, like uh, you can't serve the Lord and serve demons you know it's you can't like, have two masters you and, can't have two and that's masters. exactly what people do because your fruit is mixed yeah. like um but even so i kind of want to leave people with like this like with freedom um every single believer should want freedom in christ and what that looks like is you unapologetically being able to pronounce your faith and not have any type of deep dark secrets any type of things that happened in your childhood you don't want to talk about, any type of hidden sin, like real freedom really means that you can come into this place of truth and be illuminated by the light. Amen. Like every single part of you. And if there's anything in your life that you are ashamed about and you can't tell your brother or sister of a hundred or your pastor or whatever the case, because you feel ashamed, you feel guilty, you don't want people to know the real you because you know, you're know you a Christian but you're doing this, then you're you're in bondage. Yep. That's basically what it is. You are in bondage. And that's why I created the breakthrough tour event because I saw that their church wasn't enough, small groups wasn't enough, and I wanted to create this space of vulnerability where people were really able to be honest with themselves and be truthful. Um, the Bible says that deliverance is the children's bread. Mm. And what that means is a lot of us are not being transformed. Because we need deliverance. Mm -hmm. 
There's wow. things that you have opened up yourself to that you have no idea about that only through deliverance you will know. So this casting out demons, this, you know, healing the sick, this spreading the gospel, Jesus did that, but it was for all of us. Mm-hmm. We all should be walking that out with each other. And I was delivering people without knowing that I needed to be delivered. Wow. So I just want to say that once you open up yourself to things spiritually, there has to be a spiritual breaking of that. Whether it's lust, whether it's witchcraft, like a lot of us practice witchcraft, we don't even know. Yep. Let's just be honest. Zodiac signs, them little hoogie boards, you ever, you know, went to a psychic, a palm reading, um, you know, blowing out the candles to your cake. Who are you wishing to? Like these are mm-hmm. all different paganism things that we have opened 11, up ourselves. 11. Make two, a wish. 11, 11. that we don't even know, you know, <laughs> splitting the pole. Like you have opened up yourself to like stuff that you probably don't even realize. So mm-hmm. that's why I say that if you have not gotten deliverance, I pray that you seek that out so you can fully walk in freedom in all areas of your life. Mm, that is so wow. awesome. That's it right there. So I wanted to ask wow. you, would you mind, I guess, praying for anybody who is involved in it? wants to get out who may not have had you know like the revelation that you've had yet or you know but is curious about it you know would you just mind praying for those people? yeah i can pray for those people okay holy spirit father i just pray now for every single individual that will listen to this podcast um you, whether they have people that they know that are greek and they you know want them to you know listen to this whether they're you know right now battling with this or whether they're coming into the you know knowledge for this for the first time where they're just like whoa what's going on i just pray god that you take the scales off of their eyes so they'll be able to see your truth you unclog their ears so they'll be able to hear and they'll really go back and test every spirit and go back to your word ultimately that they'll come to this place where they will humble themselves under your authority and know that they know not but you do i just pray that they will compare their rituals they they will compare their whole um journey with these organizations they will compare their whole pursuits and interest in becoming of this entity um, or so, Lord. And they will really align the fruits with your fruits. And anything that is not producing good fruit, Lord, that they will cut it out. They will come into a place where they're no longer double-minded. They're no longer in this place of hiding, of lying, Mm. of not coming into agreement with your holy name. And they will strive for a process of sanctification and holiness. Because the word says for us to sin no more. It doesn't say that we will keep sinning. It says sin no more. And if we do sin, that we have an advocate. Mm. So I pray, God, that they will just see the realness of your word and know that once they have come into the knowledge of what they do, that there's no more sacrifice for their sin, that you have now challenged them to come into a place of tearing away in true repentance, meaning turning away from anything that does not look like you and not ignoring the signs. So I just pray for those people right now, God, that whatever vows, whatever rituals, whatever oaths that they picked, God, we renounce those right now in the spiritual realm, that there will be a breaking, a binding right now, Lord. 
Mm-hmm. That they will no longer be tied to those things. Any type of soul ties that they are tied to those people, Lord. I pray that you take your holy consuming fire and you burn it up. Yes. You burn every single thing that is not of them, God. Yes. That we come to a place of repentance. Every single hazing thing that we've done. Any single sin that we... Every single lie. Every single time that we have worshipped and idolized and exalted these organizations above your holy name, Lord. Oh we repent. We humble ourselves and we put you back on the throne that you will reign first. That this year will be a year of order, that we will tear down every single idol that is not like you. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Thank you. And we will just come into alignment with who you are. Yes, God. And the name that is above all names, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Well, yes, Lorena. Wow. We thank you so much. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, for being brave, yes. bold in Christ. Yes. For being strong and, and just leaning on his word and trusting him because mm-hmm. not everybody has the measure and proportion of faith to do that and, yeah. and, and, and do what you're doing. So we just praise God that, you know, he's doing it through you and working through mm-hmm. you like he is yes. uh, and letting uh, all of us just bear witness to it and be a part of it. Uh, and yeah, it's it's awesome stuff. I think it's just amazing because um, I journal, so a lot of things that I journal about or the Lord, you know, will tell me different things that will happen to my life. This was one of the things, but I didn't think it was going to be like this. Wow. So a lot of times, you know, we don't know. He'll give us a revelation about something, but we don't know how it's going to come to pass. But he told me I was going to have a Damascus moment this mm. year in my life mm. that people weren't going to be able to recognize me or identify with me. But I wrote it down. I was like, okay, God, whatever. Um, and he said that he was going to use me to tear down idols and pillars of worship. And I was going to do things that most people were too afraid to do. Mm. And now looking back at what I wrote, I'm just like, whoa, (laughs) never did I think it was going to be this. Wow. And sometimes we come to this place where we're just asking God to use us and Lord cut out things that aren't like Mm. you, but we may never think that the the very thing that we love or the very thing that we think that we're going to take into his kingdom may not even be for him. Mm. So I definitely didn't think AK was one of them. Like right. that was something that I saw myself with until the day I died. Like, yeah. so man, it reminds me of like, when we think about this, is always how the episodes are. We just keep going, whatever, bear with us. <laughs> but when you think about like, uh, you know, I will do exceeding and abundantly beyond what you can ask or think. We sometimes ascribe it to like, oh, you're going to give me more money and yeah. more blessings. But it's like, no, I'm going to do things that you are not mm. expecting wow. for me to do. And it's going to be greater than anything. you. She couldn't have sat, yeah. you know, a couple years ago and thought about this. Right. But look where what's going on. Like, I feel like that scripture is just like looked at sometimes yeah. According to like prosperity, right? And, like blessing. Mm. Here's but a new like, level of freedom. That yeah, you can't like even, I'm gonna. You didn't imagine it could happen. That false prophets, go. y'all be warned, warned because it's just man. Y'all <laughs> That's a whole different thing. I was about like, to- <laughs> prosperity. I'm just thinking like all this. A lot of these prophets are talking about coming into a car or house but when you look at the bible these prophets brought things that the people did not want to hear. Mm-hmm. So when we compare this to our word, prophets were not easily. Um, adopted because they went against the grain they went against what the majority of people yeah. thought yeah so y'all need to be mindful somebody saying they are prophet but they're not coming out with anything that's like huh? like what Why yeah. are they really a prophet from the lord Why yeah. yeah yeah 
Well, guys, we obviously are going to have Lorena back on. Yes, <laughs> no definitely. Doubt. We hope you no enjoyed this. Oh, hope check me out. You. Yeah, yeah I'll my all YouTube your name in. is Raven Reverence. Um, that is my Instagram handle. Um, and the Breakthrough Tour, he says it's BR, the number 8K. And 8 stands for New Beginnings, which is just right. crazy. Like, didn't know when the Lord gave me the word. Like, But, oh. yeah, oh. check me out. Um, you know, you can email me. I'm at info at LorenaRochelle.com. And if you have any testimonies, please tell me because I always post those so people can always, like, see different people that have been happening. It's been a ripple effect, and I'm just excited what God is doing for the kingdom. I feel like this is the generation that will really change the world. Mm -hmm. Like, we are the generation, so. That is great. That is yeah. great. Yeah, so we'll have all her info uh on the website, um, the word X the world dot com. Wow, I want to just keep talking for like another two hours. Let me chill. Let me I fall, know, I know, but I'm looking at my time. My I friend texting me talking about yeah, where you yeah, at, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, uh. so yeah, it's <laughs> good. Like Check out the website. We're gonna have her links uh in the description of the post and everything. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Later. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag, the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies. Basically, any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.